Hey, 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 lovely people. Welcome back to Suhi Speaks, your one-stop shop for all reviews. Welcome back. And today is going to be nothing short of exciting. We have a very exciting subject to talk about. As you can see with the backdrop, we're talking about Loki season two. So buckle up. We're going to get started. But first thing first, make sure you hit that like button, subscribe. So you're always notified. Go out there, click. It's a little tap, just tiny. Just do it. Support this channel. Help me grow so I can come back and give you more information of things I love to do, like watch and talk about these type of shows. So let's get it started. Without further ado, Here's Loki season two. Let's get it. So Loki season two, I am going to be very frank and honest how it started off. I was really confused when season two started. Season one was incredible. I think season one of Loki might be one of the best things Marvel MCU has ever done. I mean, when you're talking about storytelling, you bringing this character, when you see Endgame, the Loki that disappeared with the Tesseract in 2012 when Iron Man and Captain America went back and they made a mistake and he went back with that Tesseract, you all wonder where he went. And Loki season one explained it and answered it right away. And it was one of my curious questions. And I'm glad MCU actually sometimes fills in the holes. And this was one of the occasions that paid off massively for them. So you have this villain who was the biggest bad guy of Avengers 1 who is the brother of Thor and you give him this story which turns out to be a massive connection to phases three four five and beyond i mean loki started all loki introduced us to thanos ronin every single person that the time stones it existed with loki so loki is already a crucial part of mcu and you're gonna give this villain its own arc like his own redemption series and at first you're like, okay, let's see where it goes. You get introduced to TVA and you see that Loki is confused where he is, but now he starts working with Mobius and he's trying to hunt down everything. He finds his variants and then one of the variants, Sylvie, ends up being, you know, his attraction. Yes, it's weird, but we've seen Game of Thrones. I'm not falling into that part, but you know, Loki always established that he loves himself more than anybody else. But the storytelling, got so good when they connected everything around him and they introduced Kang, Jonathan Majors. And before the accusations and everything, this dude had the highest trajectory of success. This dude was killing it. He's a good actor. I liked him in his other shows and I was following him and his acting career because this dude is really rare to have great black actors come out and especially be successful. And he had every, the writing on the wall was there for him. Come on, Kang, the biggest bad guy of MCU till date. He was given that role. Listen again, accusations, until he is proven guilty, he's still innocent. So right now it's accusations and I know Disney's trying to pivot away from him, but it was too late when they did this with them. Here comes Kang, who is the biggest bad guy who has a lot of variants. I mean, there's more in MCU, but up until now in MCU universe, what we viewers know, he is the biggest one. Here's Kang and the way they connected Loki, Sylvie and everything and the choices they made basically opened up the whole multiverse, timeless, everything was connected. Doctor Strange was given, Spider-Man was given, there's so many series and shows that came out that is connected with this. It's such 
wonderfully done. It was done so nicely, connected the show to the entire his like entire history and future of MCU. Then the allegations, the accusations came out. We didn't know exactly which direction to go. Here comes season two of Loki. I had a feeling after this whole thing happened with Disney when they are slowly trying to get away from Jonathan Majors and they pause Kang Dynasty and everything. I had a feeling that after Ant-Man and Loki, which they already committed so much to it, they're going to pivot away from it. And I wondered if Loki season two would do it. And again, this is spoilers. For those who haven't watched this, I apologize. Go watch season one, watch season two. I think before getting started, if you want to know my honest opinion, this show is incredible incredible even season two i'm gonna talk about the pros and cons but and i'm gonna get into it deep i'm gonna contain spoilers so if you not want to know spoilers please stop go away but this true nature of mcu is going to be coming out more and more as i've seen all the articles popping up so i stand corrected but i felt because of this news they were gonna throw in a fail safe and try to navigate or move away from kang so in season two, you get introduced to Loki, who's basically time splitting. And they use this very well because the first three episodes, I was like, this season is not good. I mean, it's okay, but there's nothing that's exciting me. Like the first episode was Ouroboros. So Ouroboros is like the other part of the TVA that is like he who remains. Um, not as powerful, but he technically gets the credit to creating the guidelines for TVA he wrote it but he got this idea from Victor who is the variant of he who remains Kang so there's a whole thing so you see Ouroboros get introduced in this and I love Ouroboros the character the actor just everything was good you see that the time loom is breaking so you you have Loki who's basically spinning from time I mean, he just can't control it and he's in one place then he goes to another place and he goes to another place and they're trying to figure out what happens as you go with the show the whole plot of the show and I'm gonna keep it very steady I am not gonna drill too deep into it I can give you everything episode one about Ouroboros episode two was about getting uh, Hunter x5 breaking bad they basically had to bring him here he was living in another timeline you know it's wrong for TVA people to actually think about future or the life they had and that was a lot of this story a lot of this season was about every single person in the TVA at one point were humans or somewhere in history somewhere in this world where they got pulled into this and they're living infinite life doing maintaining the sacred timeline and the whole purpose of this was at the end of season one Sylvie killed Kang or he who remains and broke the sacred timeline making multiple timelines and the time loom couldn't control it so many branches were happening and there were people on the other side going and pruning galaxies like universes and it's wrong that you can and you had other side of TVA who were stopping that you cannot do genocide to everybody you're still killing billions of people doesn't matter and they're trying to contain the sacred timeline and they're committing all this genocide and then Miss Minutes and Rensselaer have their own agenda they're working for he who remains to bring him back Rensselaer is giving the TVA guideline back in like 1893 she gave the TVA guideline to Victor who basically ended up making his own time loom Mobius and Loki go back Rensselaer they go back they bring him back there was a whole fight scene and everything with them fighting over Victor the variant because they need to bring him back and use his variant to unlock 
and help them with the time loom to fix it. There's a whole thing that happens. While this is happening, I'm telling myself, I'm like, I still don't see anything special. Yes, Jonathan Majors was killing his act as his acting role. He is just fantastic at that. But it just didn't feel like Loki season one. And then here comes episode five and six, where at the end of episode four, you see where all the time loom and everything is just breaking and Loki can control it. This is a Loki show and I felt for the first few episodes it didn't feel like a Loki show. It felt like everybody else. But episode end of episode 4, 5 and 6 it felt fully unlocked Loki. It was smart, it was deep, it was chaotic, it was messy, it was fast. It had all the feeling of what makes Loki the the god of mischief and a lot of moments made you appreciate loki in this i think loki yes loki stole the show i think jonathan majors was right there i think or boris everybody did great but when the time started splitting and loki was the only one there and everything they tried to do it kept them leading to failure just failure after failure after failure and then loki finds a way to navigate through timeline he discovers this power in him that he can help to save his friends and it's lovely to see that loki actually appreciates people and has friends and he cares for other people just besides sylvie sylvie is still his number one priority but he's trying his very best to save the tva and i really like how they planted these scenes and they paid a full uh, full circle to come around loki pruning him himself just to fit the timeline it really well done it kept the mystery going and as a whole season two is incredible it started off weak and i'm so glad i stuck to it and it's just comparing it to how incredible season one was i was really nervous for this uh, season until season two episode five and six man episode five was great it was great to see how loki works how he ticks how he thinks everything about loki but episode six takes the cake you have loki who learns and harnesses his ways to go back and forth as many times as he can and god knows how draining it is that he knows how to control this time and i'm sitting there going thinking oh shit what if this was a curse given to him so i'm gonna get to that part but you see loki trying for centuries an outcome for making Victor or somebody to get all the way to the time loom, put the device, press the green button and stop all this and let all the timelines be, you know, together or just not have the destruction of the sacred timeline. Whatever. Loki tries so many times. He learns everything. He does this for centuries over and over and over. He goes through so many moments in history and time and past everything to understand where he is. And there's a moment where him and Mobius are talking, which I think was incredible. This is the moment when he first actually came episode one of season one and they have this whole discussion it was really well done and then him and sylvie's uh, conversation when he tells her that he cannot save her and that you know she needs to go there's so many great loki moments that just hit you but at the end of season two episode six the finale i don't know if this is the last episode of loki i was confused because i was like i don't know how they're gonna end it i knew they're gonna find a way to get rid of kang but the way they did it was so well done that it gives all the respect to this character that has earned it he has earned it from episode one of the show all the way up until now he tries his best he can't do it he comes to a point where he goes i can't kill or watch these people i care for i love die 
he basically goes out by himself, destroys it all, like he breaks the time loom, and then he grabs all the binds, all the timelines, he resurrects them using his power, grabs them, and he goes off and he is the last remaining person as the timekeeper. He's holding the binds together, the timelines, he's holding everything together. Incredible sacrifice. I love the ending. I love justice to this character. I love how the show went. I'm willing to sacrifice how he redeemed himself. This was great. And now way Disney got rid of Kang, now they can go in any direction they want. They can use variants of Loki. They could still use Kang. There's so many different ways, but this season, this finale gave them an escape they need it and I think I read that they made them change up the stories especially episode 5 and 6 they had no idea what the direction they were going in and the Disney writers made them change it kudos to them I think they gave a good storyline it's an escape route for them a safety net and I think they achieved it I think this was one of the saving graces of MCU again Loki again is a better part of MCU and once again kudos hats off to every single person Loki especially Tom Hiddleston incredible actor you were born to play this role you may come back in MCU later God knows how because you are a great actor you have been part of the MCU success forever and it's great that you get this redemption as Loki it was a beautiful scene the graphics was insane music was dope perfect it was like a moment how Iron Man felt not the same because Iron Man, but actually in a way they both the same. Iron Man saved the world and Loki is now saving all the freaking timelines and his friends. So yeah, I think it balances out. But what do you think? Have you seen Loki? I am going to give this series, the entire series, not a perfect 10 out of 10, but it is very close. It's an A, a solid A series. This show deserves the respect, especially if you're an MCU fan. If you love comic books, if you love superheroes, this show deserves the respect. If you watch all the other trash, this is way better. I think Loki as a whole series gets an A. I think it was phenomenal. The season could be called season one extension uh, more than season two, but it connected the story very, very well. I'm glad it did. I am happy it did. Great show. I will definitely rewatch this again. What do you think? Like and subscribe. I am Suhi, Loki season two. Thank you. Until next time, peace out.